This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back along to the podcast, Betting Weekly Extra Time Champions League edition, looking ahead to the upcoming Champions League semi-finals. Two fantastic games to come. The small matter of a Milan derby, of course, taking place, as well as Manchester City going up against Champions League royalty in Real Madrid. So, so much to look forward to. And alongside me to look ahead to those games and provide their best picks. First up, Daniele Fisichella, who must be feeling it a little bit, being our resident Italian expert. How's it going at your end? I Well, it's a big week for Italian football. It's a big seven days because obviously the return leg is ever so so close uh, yes this is an historic moment for Italian football for Milan side of course uh, we got also the two teams in the semi-final of the Europa League so a lot to play for we'll see look it, the game could go thousand ways it could be dissected and analyzing many different ways we get we get into a moment but yeah it is very nervous just quickly Daniele before we go into the actual game itself how how proud does it make you to see a couple of Italian sides again in the Champions League semi-final? Because there's been a lot of talk about the level of Serie A. It feels like it's on the up again, but this is a really special thing and it really marks that, doesn't it? It marks that improvement in Italian football. Extremely proud because these are the games that the whole world is going to see. And I think when it comes to the competitiveness and the level of Serie A, I think it laid down the mark. Look, I don't think Serie A is quite up there with the Premier League just yet. And maybe it might never be because of the different resources. But despite Serie A not having the best players, it shows that perhaps he has some of the best managers in Europe and some of the most astute managers in Europe. If you also consider that Carlo Ancelotti, of course, is managing uh, Real Madrid. So it is, yes, of course, a proud moment. We also got Roma and Juventus in the Europa League and Fiorentina in the Conference League. So potentially we are looking at the three finals with three Italian teams on the side. It is encouraging to see, of course, but obviously now they need to go and get the job done. Absolutely. Um, we are going to be looking at those Europa League games in a separate uh, edition of the podcast. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that one. Uh, also joining us on this edition, though, uh, from across the pond, RJ, uh, how are you? Welcome back to the show, mate. I'm doing well. Great to be with you both. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, I know I, I was not present on the last uh, Champions League show. So look at, looking forward to getting back in here and and working with my friend Daniele and, and you, Harry, to try to find some winners. And, you know, uh, when we get to this stage of the, uh, the, the the semifinals, right, things get a little bit tricky. Um, you know, it, I, I, obviously, when you get to this point, teams are 
in great form. So uh, it, it, it makes it a challenge, but definitely up for it and uh, looking forward to chopping it up with you guys. And you're definitely right that when there's less games going on, there's less ability to dodge certain fixtures if you're not sure about them. So if you want to make some money, you have to dive in uh, to these games. Let's kick off, though, uh, with uh, Real Madrid against Manchester City. Let's do that one first. Uh, Manchester City, top of the Premier League. The one thing that's evaded them is the Champions League. But they face Daniele, as I mentioned at the top of the programme, Champions League royalty. And this could be difficult for them. It is. It is a repeat of last year's semi-final, of course, when uh, Real Madrid managed to turn it around after an eventful first leg for 3 at the Etihad, then uh, 3-1 at the Bernabeu after extra time. And uh, yes, Manchester City squandered a, a lot of chances in the in the semi-final of last year. Now, are they going to do it again? Have they improved the year on year? I think they have, Manchester City. They've become more solid defensively, but of course they've added more direct play thanks to Haaland. And when it comes to Real Madrid, have they improved as a team? Have they been better the last season? Well, domestically, for sure not. Their defensive numbers are worse year on year. Last season in La Liga, they conceded 31 goals and they've already conceded 32 with four fixtures to go. Also in the Champions League, they already conceded eight and they were close to concede even against Chelsea, who cannot score a goal for sa- to, sa- to save their life, if, if people allow me to say that, although they scored three at the weekend, of course. But yes, it is a Real Madrid that I think perhaps hasn't improved as much as Man City has. They are getting better at controlling game, but now they face, they face a very steep challenge. Now, it's the pragmatism of Ancelotti against the, theo- the theory of Guardiola. Who's going to uh, prevail? Normally, uh, Guardiola's at the upper end, but let's not forget that Ancelotti also inflicted a very painful defeat into Guardiola last season and a few seasons ago when he was managing Real Madrid and, Bar- and Pep was still at Bayern. City in a fantastic form, no defeats since uh, February. Uh, Guardiola has made a lot of changes at the weekend, seven changes. Ancelotti has not been able to do the same because they were playing the cup final against Osasuna. It was a very hard-fought game. They won it, of course. Now, of course, there are a lot of potential scenarios you can read this game into. If Madrid wins, we will talk about... European royalty, we will talk about the Madrid mentality, we will talk about Manchester City crumbling as they normally do, they got those 10 minutes in a season when they crumble if, 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 if Manchester City wins we'll talk about Haaland impact and how they change and now finally with the number 9 they look the bigger the, the complete side. You can you can analyze it in many different ways. I think one of the things that's going to be key is Real Madrid will have to do a lot of um, positional defense. Uh, Manchester City is going to have the ball a lot. They have to be very focused, very concentrated. They're going to be without Militao in defense, which could affect them and see whether Modric is going to play from the start or not. On the other hand, Manchester City will have to mind the counterattacks of uh, Real Madrid, especially Tony Cross hitting those 50 meters long ball into the path of Vinicius. I'm expecting Kyle Walker to start. Last season, in the first leg of the semi final, Kyle Walker was suspended. Manchester City went with Stones and Zinchenko, and Vinicius had highways to run into the back of the defense. This time, probably they're going to try to drop deep a little bit more. Look, Manchester City has been impressive. I think they are on course to win the treble. But this is going to be a difficult one, of course, to negotiate. They drew four of the last, all the four last away UCL games. So they didn't win in Germany against Leipzig and against Bayern Munich. Um, of course, they, they look they look favorite. If you do 
go into the odds if you go on to the picks you might have to go for um i think to find value to for a man city asian handicap minus 0.25 which pays minus 108 that means if they draw you only lose half your stake if they win you win if you lose of they lose of course you do lose half your stake but i think that's where the value could be brilliant stuff um daniele thank you very much uh, rj um what are you thinking about this one and, and how are you sort of approaching this? What's your plan of attack for Real Madrid against Manchester City? Yeah, so uh, Daniela, great insight. I'm going to sort of be the uh, the yin to the yang because I'm not going to repeat a lot what you said. Uh, very great detail about lineups and, and you know, the, the, the point about value here. I, I looked into this match and... I'm typically a, a, a I target overs, right? I target goals or even unders in this tournament. But I'm I'm leery about the over under in this match. I I, I think it could be a tight KG match. Um, from a sides perspective, again, very very difficult in, in my opinion. I know uh, I watched the Madrid match against uh, um, Asuna, uh, the, the the Copa del Rey. I, I watched a little bit of that. I watched a little bit of the Manchester City uh, Leeds match over the weekend as well. Uh, so there's really like both sides played on on Saturday, right? There's no, there's no real advantage. I think both sides are, you know, for the most part, relatively healthy. Um, so I dug deep, and the what I'm looking at in this match, I, I targeted a corners uh, play. So I'm looking at under nine and a half corners at minus one twenty seven. Uh, again, th- th- when you get to this stage. Both teams are in stellar form. It, it, it's kind of tricky. Uh, I struggled with finding a play other than leveraging the data that I have. And the data states that this should come under nine and a half corners, basically to the fact that over the last 25 matches, Real Madrid averaged 10, around 10.4, right? We'll call it 10 uh, for, for sake here, uh, corners per game, while Manchester City averaged just 7.2 on the road. In fact, <clears throat> Uh, Manchester City over their last 25 matches on the road, not one match has gone over 10. So uh, we have that in, in in favor here. And then Real Real Madrid, um, just o- just around 68% of their matches do go over nine and a half. But I expect, you know, uh, especially in this first leg, you know, a very compact, um, you know, sort of cautious type match. I mean, both sides are stellar form, but I can't see both sides really going um full throttle especially out of the gate you know they're gonna i think it's like it's like a, a prize a prize fight in boxing right both sides kind of feel each other out they respect each other um and, th- and that's kind of how i think it will start i think it will be a slow start which will allow for this corner uh corner bet to hopefully come in at under 9.5 nice one rj thank you very much so just to summarize uh, the guys plays on that one so daniele has gone for manchester city on the asian handicap at minus uh, 0.25 that's at minus 108 and RJ has gone for under nine and a half corners in the game at minus 127 let's take it on then uh, to the all Italian semi-final a Milan derby and a treat for everybody watching on not so much though for Daniele who I'm sure is going to be nervous uh, watching this but Daniele talk us through how you expect this one to go uh, give us some context and then let us know uh, what your plan of attack is 
Okay, so both sides arriving to this game in form. Inter better than Milan. Inter has won the last four league games and including the Coppa Italia semi-final, so they're into the Coppa Italia final as well. And they have back the, not only the confidence, but also the scoring prowess. They scored 14 goals in the last uh, four games. There were a couple of wins to nil as well in there and a very good win in Rome. Milan, on the other hand, they come on the back of a good win against Lazio, against the team that is second in Italy which they didn't allow any single shot on target so they won to nil and Mike Magnan was pretty much a spectator but there is a big big miss for Milan probably which is Rafael Leao Rafael Leao is the star player of Milan is the Mil- is the, is the player that uh, torn apart Napoli in the in the games that they face and also in the in the four nil win in the game he has got a muscular injury after 10 minutes in the game against Lazio and is probably not going to be there now Milan as a collective of course are more than Leao the sum of the 11 players is much stronger Milan have got a very strong team spirit but of course Leao is the key factor to turn them into a team that could beat Inter and it could beat also a position that seemed to be stronger than them. Now, without Leao in the last two years, only one win for Milan in eight games when he didn't start it or when he didn't play at all. This season, Leao hasn't played at all in two games for Milan and they both lost those games. On the derby in the league when they lost 1-0, he was on the bench, of course, they lost as well. But Milan is solid, is resilient, has not conceded in four of the last seven games, uh, is in form. The midfield three, the Krunic, Tonali, Benasser are going to press high. Milan at the moment is more comfortable without the ball than with the ball. It's very happy to lead the possession to the opposition and run into spaces and then hit them with quick transitions and cuts from the left and to the right, of course, when Leao is there. It's going to be Salemakers who's going to play there, who's in form, by the way. Salemakers scored against Roma, had a goal disallowed against Cremonese. He's a very tidy player, but he's not Leao. So that will allow Inter's right back and especially Dumfries to push on a little bit more. On the other hand, Inter midfield three is also in great form and Inzaghi has got the dilemma whether to leave out Brozovic or Chalanolu. Now, Brozovic has been really good since they had him back from his injury. Inter's fortune have turned. They haven't had him for a long time. And as a result, also the other players are playing really well. Barella is having a good season. Lukaku, Lautaro scored already 15 goals since the World Cup. And Lukaku hit double figure at the weekend. Now, Inter is a very dynamic team. When they are all in form, they are able to spread the play, especially in the wide areas. And they left the man over because obviously they play with a five in midfield. And that's where Milan could be vulnerable. But they need to do it quickly and they need to do it consistently. Inter is a very physical side, more physical than Milan, and they could impose it there. Milan will try to press and will try to be aggressive, as they did against Napoli. Now, this is, I think, is my tactical breakdown, but then, obviously, when you go into the picks, it's a different story. It could go either way, I think. It could be um, it could be a Milan win, it could be an Inter win. Uh, I feel it might be a draw, and I feel it might be a low-scoring game here. Um, I'm go- I-, I crunched the number this morning. Italian teams have met 19 times in Europe. Seven of those games were finals. Now, so in total, there were 34 games in European competition between Italian sides since 1985. Now, 27 of these 34 games had two goals or less. Bit of a caveat. All those games, but 
Milan Napoli, they were played in the era where the, there was the away goal rule. So you can understand why games were a little bit cagey. But still, 27 out of 34 games had two goals or less. And all the nine Champions League games, including the four games between Milan and Inter uh, 15 or so years ago, had two goals or less. So never an over 2.5 goals in the Champions League game. Milan Napoli, 1 0, 1 1. Okay, a couple of penalties missed there, but here you go. I'm going to go for an under 2.25 goals, minus 120. So only two goals in the game, you lose half a stake. Less than two goals in the game. I'm sorry, only two goals in the game, you win half a stake. Less than two goals in the game, you win the full stake. Or if you want to be even more uh, adventurous, if you like, under 0.75 goals in the first half, plus 112, which is basically the same idea. One goal in the first half for either side, you win you lose half a stake, zero goal in the first half, so basically nil-nil in the first half. You do win plus an twelve, which basically doubles your money. That's what I uh, I, I, I think it might pan out, but in terms of results, I can go really to go either way. Brilliant stuff. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Daniele, for that. Uh, RJ, um, how, how do you see this one, my friend? Because I think Daniele's right. I expect it to be um, quite cagey, quite nervy maybe at the beginning, but I, I know you, you've got some hope at least that there will be some attempts at goal and, and some sort of proactive play from both sides in an attempt to try and gain the advantage. Exactly. And, you know, look, I, I did some number crunching as well last night, right? You, you look at this match, both teams are very stingy, right? <clears throat> Over the last 25 matches, each side have clipped a clean sheet in at least 55% of those matches. So, you have under one goal allowed, just under two goals scored. I expect a, a low-scoring match here as well. Um, when I saw Danielle on under 2.25, um, I agree with that. I just tried to, to come at this with a, with a, different, um, a different approach. Um, looking at the table in Serie A, Inter uh, sitting in the, champion, the final Champions League spot at the moment, right? Uh, Milan. Two points, I believe, two points behind Inter yeah, yeah, points. in the in the in the Europa League. So there's still a you know a, a bit to to look at there. But but essentially, what I'm what I'm focused on for this match is shots. I was on the the, the corner approach with with Man City Madrid for the Milan Inter. I'm looking at total shots combined between both sides over twenty four point five. So I'll I will admit, last night when I locked this in, it was minus one fourteen. I'm looking now on Bet Rivers. That line is now minus one thirty-six, so it it has drifted a uh, little over twenty cents. Uh, I I still like it. It's it's honestly you know, and, and I and I try to find a play like if there's a play that I do not like, I would just completely pass. But I do find a, um, a, a an edge here, and I want to explain a little bit why. Again, it's it's strictly down to analytics. So over the last twenty-five matches, Milan <clears throat> have averaged twenty-five shots. Per match, Inter just around 29, 28.6 shots per match. So both sides typically um, aim around 16, 17 shots for, average around 10 against. Um, that Both sides are very efficient, typically around eight or nine shots uh, on target between Milan and Inter, uh, you know, respectively. So, you know, typically... You know, you said Liao is is is, is out, right, or or likely out. So that that's going to be a concern from from a shot perspective. However, I still expect um, because sides are familiar with each other. It's not like you get a side from from you know Germany facing a, a Spanish side or you know England and Spanish side in Madrid Manchester City's case. But you got two sides who are familiar with each other. Um, it is the first leg, 
And because of the fact that really there, there's a lot at stake for, for them domestically and whatnot, I expect just a, a fairly, a fairly open match, not a lot of goal production, but I expect, you know, a fair amount of shots and looking at the numbers, I would expect 26, 27 shots here. Um, if, if, if all goes well. I did, I did look at it, and, and I crunched the number as well when I saw your pick. And actually, I think it makes sense. First of all, Inter are third for shots attempted in the Champions League behind Bayern and Real Madrid. But Onana, their goalkeeper, is also the goalkeeper who has made the most saves in Champions League. So they shoot, but they face shots. Milan goalkeepers, by the way, are third. And also you mentioned so the over 24.5 shots between Inter and Milan. Well, this bet would have paid in four out of the last seven meetings between Inter and Milan. I crunched the number. I hope I got it right. So it's mm. four times out of seven, which basically we're looking at the last two seasons. They played each other a lot, even in Coppa Italia. This one would have played. So basically, what we're looking for here, guys, is not many goals, but no. plenty of attempts at goal. <laughs> yeah. um, that would keep everyone happy, wouldn't it? Uh, brilliant stuff. So um, the guys' picks for this one, uh, Daniele's gone for under 2.25 goals at minus 120. RJ's gone for a total of over 24 and a half shots. It was at minus 114. It's now moved to minus 136. So those are the guys. Uh, and I also for go for under 0.75 goals in the first half. Yes. Brilliant. So that that would be plus money. That would be plus 112 probably to edge it. We'll see. Nice one. Daniel A throwing in the little extra for you there. A little bit of extra value uh, if you're interested. So those are the guys' picks uh, for this one. Um, two huge games coming up. First legs, of course, taking place across Tuesday and Wednesday evening at European time. Uh, that'll be a little bit earlier in the day for you guys, RJ. Um, but it is evening time here in Europe. And then, of course, the second legs will be played the following week. So not a very big turnaround here. Um, and, of course, uh, we'll bring you another edition of the podcast looking ahead to those second legs as well next week. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Daniele, thank you very much. RJ, thank you as well. And we'll see you soon. Don't forget to look out for the Europa League show, which is coming soon. Cheers. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.